Looking to get your kid back on the ice this year but not sure that you can? The Flames Even Strength Program is back again to help Southern Alberta families ensure their kids can play hockey. Qualified low-income families can receive up to $700 to help cover the registration fees and will gain access to no-cost equipment from the Calgary Flames Sports Bank. Head to kidsport.ca slash Calgary to learn more. Looking to listen to Sport Calgary's podcast on the go? Be sure to follow the Face First podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, free to download on all iOS and Android devices. Welcome back to the Face First podcast. My name is Grace Dafo, And I'm Alicia Risling. And we have two great guests with us here today. Alicia, do you want to introduce them? Yeah. So today we have Heidi Kostick and Karen Kelm, and they are both representing Ringette for All. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us. Thank you for having us here today. Oh, we're so excited to share. Great. Um, And I said, uh, Heidi, we're going to start with you. So why don't you start to talk to us a little bit about how you got involved with, uh, well, where are you um, and what is it that you do? All right, so I am based in Calgary, and I'm a closed captionist for the deaf and hard of hearing. And throughout uh, my work, I have listened and transcribed many stories of people facing barriers through life, whether that's sport or education or work. And these stories just inspired me to explore what we had uh, for Ringette here in Calgary uh, as an inclusive program. And I am involved in the Ringette community as a coach, and my daughter plays as well. So that's sort of what led me to here. And currently, I am a director of Ringette for All, RFA for short, here in Calgary. And we're excited to be here today talking to you guys about it and sharing our story. Awesome. And Heidi, how did you get involved? Or sorry, Karen, how did you get involved? Oh, well, I got involved because I got a great phone call from Heidi asking for some conversation around the disability community and bring it and just wanting to support um, those in the community. And uh, myself, I have three children with differing abilities and um, huge advocate in the community. My son, actually both my sons are involved in Heroes Hockey, and uh, we're just excited to share all that we know um, with Heidi and help her take this to a new direction. That's great. Thank you so much. Um, We're just going to throw it back that if you haven't listened to our Kevin Hodgson with Heroes Hockey episode, you should go back, listen to that one. He just won the uh, Willie O'Ree Award from the NHL. So just a call out to go back and listen to that episode. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Represent Face First Podcast. OG. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So a little bit, I guess, like... What is ringette? I mean, we talk a lot about hockey, but I don't know. I don't remember there ever really being an option to do ringette um, when I was growing up here in Calgary. So I have a little bit of a question of ringette and the culture around it. Whoever wants to take it. (laughs) Don't all jump at once. Sure, I will take that one. So ringette, it does have similarities to hockey in that it's played on the ice and it's we skate and we're wearing protective equipment, which is similar to hockey equipment as well. And the objective is the score in the opponent's net. 
However, Ringit is played with a rubber ring and not a pot. And rather than a blade at the end of your stick, there's a flat tip. And overall, Ringette is played at many different skill levels too, and really encourages team play. So you can see the similarities to hockey, um, but yeah, it, they do have their differences as well. And I'm quite sure it was around when you were younger. It's been around Canada for a long time. Although yes, hockey is older than Ringette. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I was gonna throw in, I was like, when I grew up, I remember that it was always, the boys played hockey and the girls played ringette. And there was definitely much more of a female presence in the, in the culture of ringette. Is that still the case? Yeah, so it is still a female dominated sport. However, we are open and we do welcome all individuals in ringette, yes. I guess that goes with ringette for all. <laughs> it's for everyone, <laughs> all abilities and, and all genders. Yes, that's correct, it is, yeah. Um, so why don't we go into Ringette for All? So what, where, when did this um, concept come about and, and uh, how many players are involved in it and what age groups, that sort of deal? All right, so the specifics of Ringette for All itself, it's an inclusive adapted Ringette program and we are sanctioned by Ringette Alberta and running under Ringette Calgary. And the focus is not about competition. It's more about creating a safe and welcoming environment for our individuals and meeting them all at their own, their own needs and their own level. Really, we just wanna get the kids out on the ice, having fun and the chance to be a part of a team. Our goal, we really just want to empower these athletes of all abilities uh, with, through fun and team building and communication and inclusion. We, we really believe that every child should have the right and the opportunity to play sport and to not be excluded based on ability. Uh, a lot of these children may have, you know, with um, physical and or cognitive challenges may have faced some barriers along the way. So we're hoping to remove those barriers with our program and invite all of them to come and play with us. It's, uh, we are welcoming children ages eight to 18 with physical and or cognitive challenges. And that being said, um, anyone who's really interested, just contact us and we'll address things on a case-by-case -case basis. So if you're interested in joining, don't worry about skill level. Uh, there's no experience required. We're going from a learned escape all the way up to ring at skill development level based on each individual's needs. And if there's a child who needs one-on-one -on -one support on the ice, our volunteers will be there to help out with that. It's, it's really just about each child developing and growing at their own pace and meeting them at that level. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I guess who is coaching, like what kind of, who's coaching and how big of a staff do you have to facilitate or is it mostly volunteer based? Yeah, it's uh, Ringette for All itself is all based on volunteers and will be run on the ice by volunteer adult coaches as well as junior coaches. Uh, our team will be led by Tanya Graham, who's the current president of Northwest Ringette and is truly uh, uh, very passionate about Ringette herself. She's also a highly skilled coach and a teacher. And we also have Mike Helm, Karen's husband, <laughs> he's going to be joining us out on the ice as well. Another skilled coach um, and with over 18 years of working with uh, children of all abilities. And our junior coaches, they are going to be bring up players age 14 to 17 and they'll be on the ice helping wherever they're needed. 
Um, and again, our coaches will meet the players at their, their own level and the players will be helping lead the way out there on the ice. Um, that sounds awesome. So Karen, do you have kids of different dif disabilities as you mentioned? And then, so how is it that you are, did you play ring at yourself or how is it that this was the calling that you found yourself into? I actually don't play ring at all. And to be quite honest with you, I can't really even skate. Um, <laughs> so we started kind of down the path of ring at a bunch of years ago. My youngest was playing um, league hockey and he had to head into the change room and get changed and I needed to help him. And I think we were walking into Crow Child Twin Arenas and in on the one side, uh, there was a game of ring at going on. And so I just told my daughter, I said, hey, Sydney, why don't you go watch Ringette while I get Ty ready? And um, she just fell in love with it. And it was so exciting because I think this was probably about October, November. And so the season had already started and it was too late for her to join. Uh, but the whole year went and she still really wanted to play. And ever since that time, um, she's been hooked. She played for four years and, um, the last couple of years have been a bit delayed for unforeseen circumstances, <laughs> but, um, she was a, she just fell in love. She fell in love with the team. She fell in love with, uh, the friendships and, um, the tournaments and just the collaboration with everybody. And, um, I think for us, and, and my husband will admit it as well, that once we got into the world of ringette, it kind of started to trump hockey. He did like it a little bit better. Wow. That's an interesting, and I, yeah, you don't hear that very often. <laughs> <laughs> and to add to that as well, I think that just speaks to the culture of ringette right there, how ringette's focus is sportsmanship and fun and friendship. They're important at every level of ringette. And, Team building is such a huge aspect of bring it. You know, for example, the younger teams, they will have banner parties as their team building parties to create their banner to hang behind their bench and wherever they are. And team cheers. That's another thing you'll see a lot of in Ringette too, is creating really fun cheers for the teams. And so kindness and support are truly emphasized in the Ringette community and holding those attributes at such a high level just helps develop such confidence and empowers the athletes. And, reaching their full potentials, you know, they feel safe and they feel supported in their environment. And I think Karen's story speaks to that. Definitely speaks to that. <laughs> um, so now we're talking a little bit more about the inclusion and equity and empowering kids movement. And that this is something that's really been coming about. And um, I'm just curious, and you think, uh, well, first of all, when, when was this founded? When did Ring Up for, for All start? All right, so yeah. So it's the thought process started in the fall. How about we put it that way? I, I, after hearing many of the stories I had heard and seeing, you know, people such as superheroes hockey sharing stories from Karen and otherwise online, and, and I started thinking, well, hey, do we do we have an adapted ring at program in Calgary? And so of course I searched Google, and and the first one I came up with um, was Ring at for All in Ottawa, and a lady there named Kim Gertler had started it there a few years ago and she they recorded a video 
of their team and what they have going on and their accomplishments. And so I watched the video and at the end, Kim said, you know, if anyone's interested, please contact me. You know, we're willing to share our resources. So I thought about it a little more and, and I knew two ringette moms who were probably going to be on board if I contacted them, one being Karen um, and another one being Tanya, Tanya Graham. Both of them are, are lovely people and very passionate about ringette as well. So I contacted Karen and her comment was, do it, let's go for it, you know, and then uh, next Tanya and Tanya had the same reaction. She was all in. So we contacted Kim out of Ottawa and Kim was so supportive and, and just said, I'm here for you, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And then the next step came to contacting Ringgit Alberta and Ringgit Calgary. And both of them were immediately on board and supportive of our program. And I don't think we could have done it this quickly without all that support behind us. Um, and so here we are now moving forward, modeling the Ring It For All program that began in Ottawa and also with conversations with Kevin Hodges here with Superheroes. Uh, it's all the, the support that we have met from every organization along the way has been so wonderful and, and just so helpful to help us get the basis of things going here and and here we are today ready ready to go that's so impressive think, oh go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna say i think that you know that says a lot for the everybody involved in the community partners that have jumped on board that you know it wasn't something where heidi approached people and said hey i've got this great idea and People didn't stop and hum and haw and wonder, oh, is this a good idea? Should we really take this on? You know, we've got our new transition coming up this year. It was absolutely, let's do it. And here's all these partners that you can, you know, get together with, you know, whether it be, you know, Heroes Hockey and Superheroes with Kevin getting his input to share whether it be the Calgary Flames Sports Bank jumping on to help our players you know, it's, um, you know, kids sport, it's, you know, all these players that just jumped on immediately and it's go time. So let's do it. Let's get these kids on the ice. No, that's great. I think, you know, Alicia and I've had the pleasure to interview a lot of sports people in Alberta. And one thing we found, I, at least I see a common thread is everyone's open to collaboration and just so passionate. And I think we're so lucky. This is part of why we wanted this podcast is to just shine a light on all the awesome sport organizations, volunteers that are making the world go round for all these experiences for kids. Um, it's so impressive to hear you guys are, are in your, you know, so early on in your journey, I can't imagine where, where this is going to go in, in three to five years. Um, in terms of like ice time, I guess I'm wondering, like ice time's pretty expensive in the city in Alberta and Canada in general. How do you guys pay for that? And like, where does the funding come from? Right. So we were fortunate to have been selected recently by CERC, the Sport Information Resource Centre, as a recipient of their Safe Sport Community Activation Grant. Um, we're truly grateful to have received this and it's going to help us a lot. So as a recipient of the grant, we will be supporting education and awareness by promoting safety and support, including a focus on concussion and sport as well. Obviously safety and sport is, is important to anyone involved in it. Um, and so this, this process will involve us sharing, creating and disseminating information that we receive from CERC 
to share on our social media sites and um, I, you know, have other people share it along the way as well, just to create more awareness. So that's part of our, our funding is coming from them. Um, and then, so ICI, we have a planned start date of mid-October, running one hour a week um, until the beginning of February, knowing the importance of consistency with our group, we, we will have at the same time and same place every week, 2.45 uh, p.m. Sundays at Winsport. And we currently have a ma maximum room uh, for 10 players. We will keep registration open. And if we do fill up, we'll, you'll automatically be added to the wait list. And then, so our registration fees are $250 per player. If financial assistance is needed, we do have organizations we can refer to, such as Kidsport, mm -hmm. which we are excited to have on side. And payments can be made in full or in two installments, $125 at the time of registration, and then the other $125 due by October 1st. So yeah, and we'll continue in looking for funding in other ways as well and working on that as we move forward. Awesome. So this is like so new. So this is a, a COVID idea <laughs> in the heart of it. And obviously, um, was this something originally you guys were thinking that you could get going earlier or is it just you're, you were always planning to start it for next season as it was? Our plan was always to start in the fall. Yeah. Yes. And then, uh, you know, if, if restrictions do come into play, we'll be following the Renate Alberta guidelines on that as well. So let's, let's hope that things just continue moving forward, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we've we've also heard from a lot of organizations this year just about the struggle and and of changing restrictions. It's just been Alicia and we've both as athletes been affected by it. And you talk about consistency with with your program and wanting it to be the same place at the same time. This year has been anything but mm -hmm. consistent. So I I really love that idea as well, and just making it at the same place, same time. Um, I know that even for like. I don't like when things go, you know, inconsistent. So I think for everyone, things should just, yeah. things should just be more consistent. Totally. <laughs> Fingers crossed it stays like that. Um, so, yeah. and then my other question about that is, um, so if right now, if there was a bunch of kids that registered and say you had like an overwhelming amount, would there be a possibility of getting a uh, room for opening up for more kids and maybe doing two sessions? Yeah. So as you know, as we move forward and we hit the ice and we get a feel for the program and things, you know, um, we just get our feet under us or our skates under us, shall I say, then we will be addressing that as, as we move forward. Fair enough. I think the main, the main idea is to just, you know, find each kiddo where they're at and ensure that we're able to give what we can to them and then take each step as it comes. But I think, you know, we're so excited with, um, you know, kind of as, you, as you'd mentioned that so many lives have been turned upside down with COVID and everything that we're doing the best that we can as an organization to bring together something in the disability community they call the efforts um, in childhood development. And they kind of apply to everybody. So you've got, you know, function, family, fitness, fun, friends and future. And, you know, this is something that Bring Out for All Calgary has the opportunity to provide to so many people. And we're just excited that we can do that and change the lives of not just the players, but 
their family and that family extends beyond their parents, you know, their siblings, and then the volunteers that we're reaching out to and, and the impact it's going to make on them. And, you know, I've had that fortune to see that in other organizations um, throughout that when you let children shine, they just, their light just beams on everyone. Yeah, I, I feel that the sport just for, for everyone, it helps, it helps with so much and it mm-hmm. makes you just feel so much better. Um, I'm wondering if, is there any like challenges or barriers you have between now and when you guys hit the ice and like, this is a platform, shout out what you need and, and people can, people listening can get in contact with you. Are there any like, yeah. Are there any places you guys need help before you hit the ice or maybe volunteers for the ice? Yeah. So if anyone is interested in volunteering at, on any level on the ice, whether that's, you know, adult coaches or junior coaches, they can contact us. And if people have other ideas, contact us too about that. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll address that as need, as need be. And yeah. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> apologies. I lost my train of thought there, but registration as well. So yes, this uh, podcast we know is going to be super helpful as well in spreading the word and to all sorts of communities and letting people know that we're here and our registration has opened now. So we are ready to take participants and just getting people interested and understanding what our program is. And I think for the kids and the parents to know as well that this is a program for anyone. So if you have questions, if you're unsure about what Ring It is or what we can do or how we can best support you and your family, just give us give us an email, shoot us an email, and we'd love to answer any questions that you have. And um, Google Ring It, see what it is. It's such a fantastic sport, and um, we're, we're really excited to offer it. I should mention that my teammate that I competed with last year, Erica Voss, she's no, I'm a bobsledder, and she she just came over from the world championship. She was on the national team for women's ringette. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, it's it's crazy to me because she's a skater, but like the way her hips move make her such an incredible pusher. Like she's just she's such an amazing athlete and she has all these like great qualities that transferred, which surprisingly usually ice sports don't transfer very well, but her seemed to do. And, um, so ring and she can't say enough about, she played ring at her whole life and just like raves about it. And you see the look in her face and I'm like, Oh, I wish I would have played that at some point. Like it sounds so fun. <laughs> and I know like, personally, I like, I've watched a lot of games. I got to go at the pleasure of going to the BC winter games, uh, last February before COVID hit. And, um, I was there as an athlete mentor and I know I was watching quite a few of the ring games and I loved hearing their cheers. Like their cheers were my favorite thing. And that it was just, I, it actually brought me back to like, I think junior high volleyball was the last time I played on a sport that had that kind of like, you know, the anthems that they had and they just got the girls like pumped up. And, and I say girls, cause that's just what I happened to be watching at the time. But obviously it's just an environment that really seems to support each other. And, and like for a lot of people who maybe don't know as much about ringette, cause it's just not in the media as much as from my experience as someone who doesn't play and has never played and, but have seen it, it just looks like, such a fun atmosphere so it just speaks volumes to the culture that the sport has created and that you guys are hoping to carry through which I think is pretty incredible and great great idea to get this going in the city and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that 
um, would be super interested. We just need to find them. So, (laughs) and you know what? And sometimes too, it's not so much about the game, but what the game gives these players. And it's that feeling like I'm a player, I'm a part of a team, I'm wearing a jersey and I, you know, I'm a captain, I'm a goalie, I'm a forward or heck, I caught the ring. (laughs) You know, it's those simple things in life that you think are simple, but make such a huge impact on someone. Mm -hmm. And like Heidi said, you know, if you can skate, great. If you can't, we'll get you there. And, you know, this isn't about, you know, throwing you on the ice with five other teams and it being a huge competition. It's building uh, a sense of community, friendships. It's about building um, just even connections with other families and the organizations that you're involved with. So it's it's a pretty exciting time. And and kudos to Heidi for saying, hey, let's do something and jumping on that wagon because I'm here to push it behind you, Heidi. <laughs> Thank you. It has been great. Everyone, everyone has been great. And that that's with Ringette as well. It's the fun, it's the friendships, and it's on the ice and it's also off the ice. It just continues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't wait for those 10 kids to just say like, yes, I get to go this Sunday to see, hang out with all my friends and like, including the instructors and the volunteers. And I just see this like community, this budding community that we're going to revisit this in a year. And we're going to be like, wow, you guys have built something that is incredible. And I think Calgary and Alberta is super lucky to have, like you said, when you looked it up, um, Ottawa was the only one. I think it's really awesome to have it budding right here in our in our city in our province yeah and and, you know the hope is that this just continues to grow across the country truly yeah and i think it will yeah all it takes is the first franchise to to separate the second one and the next thing you know there'll be chapters all over the the country which will be awesome and definitely needed and let's we're always about growing sport here on the face first podcast yeah for sure (laughs) Um, so I know you guys have mentioned it before, but can we just, uh, once again, talk about your contact info, if people want to register, if they just want to find out more, maybe share your, uh, where, the, where to reach you. Definitely. Yeah. So we're on Instagram. You can follow us at RFA Calgary. Uh, we're also on Facebook as Ringette for All Calgary. If you forget the Calgary part, you'll get Ringette for All, which is the Ottawa division. And that's fine too, because they have a lot of fun stuff on their site. And our email is rfa at ringettcalgary.ca. And for our webpage, you can find us under the Ringette Calgary website under information. Perfect. So yeah, feel free to send us an email if you have any questions or comments, we're, we're here. That's great, and you heard it from earlier. If you have an idea on how you can help help this initiative or something to lend, you know, reach out to and let's, let's help grow this. Yeah. Let's grow this. Let's help this nurture it and make it great. Um, I know you ladies have it handled with along with the rest of the volunteers, but let's really rally behind this idea. Cause I, I'm excited. I, I have a goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just how, how proud I am to know that this is growing here. Yeah. And I'm oh. actually really looking forward to part two of this in a year when we, we can reflect on how the year went and, hear how awesome and what an impact it's made that sounds like a great plan to me <laughs> and we 
we truly appreciate you guys having us on to talk about our program and share. Absolutely. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we let you go? Covered it all? Yeah, just bring it on. Share with your friends. Talk to people. I think our, our main goal right now is to just fill those spots and get those teammates out on the ice. And um, no matter what your concerns are or what's holding you back, just reach out and, and we'll, uh, we'll reach those concerns and help you out along the way and make this uh, a huge adventure to come. Awesome. Thank you so much, Heidi and Karen. And yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. And for all our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Face First podcast. We'll see you next time.